Welcome to the 100th episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley, and I'm adding in cool game show music right now in our podcast, because we made it. We made it to 100. 100. <laughs> 100. 100. You know what? You know what, Reed? A lot of people didn't think we were going to. A lot of doubters in this life. A lot of people think that we're gay. Nope. <laughs> we're definitely not doing that. Uh, <laughs> which, okay, wait, Ty. One, before we get into our, what we're going to talk about this for this 100th episode, our five favorite movies of all time. But before we do that, I think we have to just look back and say, this is actually the 101st episode we've recorded. We just lost the recording for Hostiles. Which is, a, which is a real tragedy. It was a good, it's a great movie, and it was a good episode. <laughs> so I, wonder, I think we were really hitting a groove at that time. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally remember that, of course. I felt so bad. Oh, man. Hostiles. Oh, well, wow. should we take a moment? Um, we'll record it someday. Re-record it. That'd be great. We should. Um, we have a lot of catching up to do, but we have to stop and be proud that we did 100. That's kind of amazing because we just figured out how to do this on our own. Reed, Reed figured it out, guys. Reed figured it out. I want Reed to get 90% of the credit because he did 95% of the work. <laughs> I had literally never edited any audio before in my life. And I had to figure out a lot of things to get this on Apple Podcasts, which yeah. caused me quite a bit of frustration. What a nightmare. And I did not, I did not do any of that. Ty knows he's here for the creative, not the production, and that's fine. <laughs> I do a lot of the marketing. I do market it. That's I, true. Ty, I get it out. Ty puts it out there. Yeah. So I, I don't know if I've... Well, I get people for a while. Anyway, we, uh, we thought at this point for sure we'd be sponsored. <laughs> we thought without a doubt Squarespace would have called by now. You know how many people would give up? Before 100 episodes of not making any money from this. <laughs> Getting very little feedback in any form. <laughs> the, great, the great thing is um, our uh, monthly operating costs are about 20 cents on Amazon Web Services. So we're okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Should we give a shout out? Well, we're just grateful for all our fans. Um, Pick one. Say, say one that you want. You know listens. Well, Marin. We're just so grateful for Marin listening. And everyone else, we really like you too. Sorry. <laughs> we don't have enough time to list all seven of you. <laughs> just who else listens? <laughs> I, my friend Trevor listens. Okay. Uh, and probably... Ma, our mom Nancy listens. Yeah, people listen. Yeah. That we have, that have to listen. Yeah, that we're going to ask. If we, they know we're going to ask them later. They, listen... And we're, I mean, I'm just so grateful we have this because it's a way of connecting and it's a way of uh, remembering this time in our lives. We see a lot of movies. We were already talking about them. Yeah. And pretty easy to just record that and add a little bit of structure. And it's made me appreciate new things about movies. And I mean, I, you know, I understand how, what Reed likes about movies now. That's cool. And I did a quick straw check and time out of recommended the Premier League ten times out of these hundred episodes. So if you haven't checked out the Premier League yet, you're good on you. You're you're staying strong. The good thing is it's guaranteed to be renewed for a new season every year. Look, my life revolves around movies, TV shows, 
and the Premier League, okay? Um, someday, well, someday I'm going to combine all three of those interests somehow. Okay. A, a TV movie about the Premier League. <laughs> you say it like it's easy, okay? <laughs> to come up with that. But I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> Gold. Well, Ty and I are going to do our five favorite movies going from five to one if you want. If you have them in order, Ty, that's fine. If not. Um, and probably these are all movies we've talked about on this podcast several times because I do think our like weekly pick and recommendations often go back to the movies that we know and love. Oh, that's interesting. I bet I have only talked about one of my five on this podcast, but I'm curious. The other thing is... I haven't seen Ty's list, but three of them are going to be international films you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Maybe four. <laughs> no, just three. Oh, I was right. <laughs> no. Yeah, three. <laughs> and mine are going to be uh, acclaimed <laughs> movies, except for one. I have one international. Reads are going to be... Uh, Reads playing for the box office. And we've, we've known that tension has always existed on Two Brothers Review. Luckily, I get to count um, Endgame and Infinity War as one movie. Oh. <laughs> I just threw up in the studio that we just built. (laughs) We don't have sponsor money for cleanup. (laughs) Can't I... Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? I'll go first. Let's hear it. Number five. Okay, my number five is a movie by Michael Haneke. He's Austrian. But this movie's in French. It's called Caché, or Hidden. And it's about... um, It's a French... White French family... And a generation before, they'd hired a North African Arab French-speaking family to come and be live-in caretakers of their amazing aristocratic estate. A whole generation passes, and there's and um, they start getting threatened with dead chickens, this white family, and they think it's the child of their old caretaker. And so it's this amazingly rich and beautiful and super interestingly shot allegory for uh, colonial legacies, how they affect countries now. Um, and Henneke's a genius. Beautiful. We all saw Parasite, though, so... <laughs> it's so much better than Parasite! <laughs> Don't look at my list. I'm not reading. Mine's going to be probably the most random of my five is my fifth. Um, Four Lions is a movie I saw at the Sundance Film Festival in 2010. It totally shaped... How I think about comedy, it's the funniest <laughs> movie I've ever seen. Probably a little problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the point. Yeah, it's a satire, but it is amazing. And Reed definitely has talked about that film on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I cannot. Yeah, it's a great film. I loved it, too. Okay, my number four is uh, my foreign film, A Prophet. I think this movie is beautiful. It follows a young Corsican as he goes through prison and comes out on top of an organized crime world. Yeah, I love it. I watched it again recently because I made a class that I was teaching watch it, and uh, it's freaking dark. <laughs> oh, man. That might be another theme of my movies. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Poor Lion is definitely biting black humor. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mine are different. Yeah, I'm a comedy it. guy. Let's do it. I, even though they're foreign films, sometimes I want to make people laugh. Um, my, my number four is Home Alone. I love Home Alone. I think it's a perfect movie. The Macaulay Culkin movie? Yeah. Or is this some movie made in, in the desert of uh, North Africa? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
It's a Senegali movie. They didn't do their research. It's so a, they didn't have a branding problem. It's about the last nomad of his tribe. <laughs> okay, Home Alone is a great movie. It's such a good movie. It has comedy, uh, adventure, terror, um, heart, heartwarming. You see this amazing arc that the character goes through. The acting is spectacular. So funny. So spot on. I watch it every year now for Christmas. Excellent. That was your four? That was my four. So my number three is Bamako. Have I ever made you watch that? I've heard of the name before, but I've never watched it. Okay. Bamako, I mean, it's the capital of Mali, the country. Maybe that's the context you heard it in. That could be true. Yeah. Well, it's an amazing film um, about the average people of Mali are putting the World Bank and the IMF, International Monetary Fund, on trial in the courtyard of a house, of just a random family's house in Bamako, the capital city of Mali. So it's obviously not realistic because people can't do that and courts aren't held there and you can't put the World Bank on trial. Um, But it just is so beautiful because you see this thing, international development, that you almost always see from our Western perspective you see it really from from the locals' perspective, from what it's like to be on the often bruising receiving end of that. And uh, I, and then it's just this crazy hybrid of kind of documentary stuff. The lawyers that are arguing the case are actual lawyers mixed with fiction. There's the, the woman, the family that lives there, the woman of the family is a singer in nightclubs. She sings in this amazing, you know, Molly has this amazing uh, musical history and tradition, and it brings that out. There's a interlude in the middle with a cowboy movie that Danny Glover's in. A cowboy movie in one of these old um, towns in Mali where they have these amazing mud walls and, and mosques. And Anyway, it's quite a brilliant, ingenious movie. Okay. Uh, my number three is Zodiac. I think uh, just an amazing mystery, the process of... Tracking down the killer, the interactions between Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal are excellent. Uh, I think it just kind of captures a very specific sense. And I just anytime I see it, I can watch any part of it and just really enjoy it. That's so interesting to me. It, to me, it's a good movie, but it just feels like a very normal movie. Like, uh, an interesting thriller. And you love it. I do love it. That's true. I've even watched it twice, which is not true for a lot of movies that I don't love love. And I mean, it's, it's fine. It's nice. Cool. All right. It's, I think it's excellent. Awesome. Okay, my number two came out the same year as Zodiac, actually. <laughs> a good year for Reed. Uh, 2007 was an excellent movie year. Uh, it's Michael Clayton. I think the drama that sets up with Tilda Swinton is so good. There are just these beautiful monologues and I don't know you think about sort of the structure of America and corruption and I think they were a little early but they got some stuff right (laughs) I have not seen Michael Clayton so that's crazy I should add that to the list apparently my number two is sneakers so good and I think that is the only one of my five that I have I think I've mentioned it on this podcast um (laughs) I love sneakers Came out when I was a young teenager, and I was obsessed with it. It also is this amazing mix of comedy, adventure, thriller, uh, 
heist movie genre. Um, so it's a genre film, but it's so smart and so clever. And the and then the acting again is amazing, and the characters are so well differentiated. That that probably is my favorite thing about it. Um, you have this just ridiculously ragtag team of, um, well, whatever they are, criminals kind of uh, <laughs> that work together, um, and you are totally pulling from the for them, even though they're criminals. Which I think shows the genius of the writing and the characterization. And so quotable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. You won't know who to trust. <laughs> All you want is a Winnebago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Tahiti. Okay. Ty hit us with the number one. Oh, it's me? Yeah, we're snaking, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, my number one is Stalker. Have I ever made you watch that? No. Okay. It's a film by Andrei Tarkovsky, the classic Russian director of the 1960s and 70s and 80s. And um, it's a sci-fi story, ostensibly. I mean, on the surface. There's some weird event that happens. It creates a zone. The military is keeping everyone out of this zone. You don't know what... It's a mysterious, like a nuclear or something. But... It's known that if you get to the center of the zone, there's a room that the deepest desire of your heart comes true in. And this tells the story of a writer and a physicist who hire someone. And the people that that are willing to be hired to take you into that room are called stalkers. That's the name of their job, kind of, in this world. Um, They hire a stalker to take them into the center of the room. So the film follows their adventure uh, getting in. And it's... So beautiful. Shot so beautifully. Um, it's like a dream. The whole thing's like a dream almost. And the best part for me is I, I think Andre Tarkovsky was grappling with these ideas of how do we find truth in life? And also what, what do we desire in our heart? And uh, this movie is the perfect metaphor or analogy um, for examining that question. You have the writer who represents the artistic using art to find truth in life. You have the physicist who represents science, using science to find truth. And you have the stalker who represents religion uh, and mysticism or spirituality to find truth in life. And you see that dynamic play out and how one um, one has advantage over another one for a while, but then the tables turn and uh, it's so good. Okay, I would watch that. That was a good description. Yeah. I'm not, not opposed. <laughs> I, well, actually, I, this is the truth. I've stopped recommending it to people. Because every time I show it to someone, they're like, 20 minutes in, they're like, this is so boring. <laughs> it's really slow. Well, that's, we didn't do, you know, world recognized, but our personal best. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. The last one, my number one is The Royal Tenenbaums. Wow. I think this movie's great. I think it explores relationships within families, with our parents. I think shows... Struggle with loss and challenging ourselves. Uh, and I think just, I like the style. It's maybe like kind of the perfect Wes Anderson movie for me. I think it sort of hit the right moment of his style was interesting, but not overwhelming the movie, like maybe happens later. And having kind of a heart and story to tell. Okay, I respect that, Reed. I've tried to watch that movie probably ten times. And every time I get it, like, five minutes in, I'm just like, I can't. And that's just my stalker. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You, I think the same thing could very easily happen to you if you watch <laughs> stalker. 
Well, I mean, we just love movies. I think that's been a through line of our lives, and grateful people make them. We get to enjoy them, and get to talk about them with you all. Yeah, and I love Reed. Oh. And I love being able to do the podcast with Reed. There's no one else I'd rather do it with, so I'm grateful. We made it to 100. Are we going to make it to 1,000? You <laughs> thought I was going to say 200! Ty went up an order of magnitude. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I really like doing this with Ty, too, but um, Matt Damon, <laughs> if you're interested, we could make an exception. <laughs> Matt Damon? <laughs> Jennifer Connelly also? <laughs> I'd be Jennifer Connelly. I believe that's true. Not talk about movies all day long. Well, thank you all. This has been another episode of Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm still Ty Turley, but a new and changed Ty Turley. Hello. Hello. 